a musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me excitations. Hi. Woo. Can't get these songs out of my head. How are ya? We are going through some packing here at uh, J-Rod Concerts Media HQ because March we're going to be on the road quite a bit and we start off with the Beach Boys Cruise. We are going to head to the Beach Boys Cruise this week. It's the first time we take our show on a boat. So we won't have new episodes for the next week as we are out at sea getting some content and some cool interviews. But upon our return, we will have some special J-Rod Concerts Atlantic Ocean Adventures for all my dear listeners. I'm the king of the world! But I digress. Let's start with today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. We are super excited about this one. You all may remember Master Musicians Festival. We talk about it. This is the second... Um, time we preview it it will be our third time covering it and um, it is one of the most special and uh, growing music festivals in the country it is in somerset kentucky and this year they are celebrating their 30th anniversary it is in uh, of course in the lake cumberland region here in in, in kentucky somerset um, very close to nashville very accessible to many major metropolitan cities and uh, the festival debuted in 1993 on a large grass field in the beautiful bluegrass state and it's grown and it's grown so much and now it has become a regional phenomenon and a tastemaker in the process. Uh, so this year, extra special because of the anniversary, of course, and we are joined by great, great people, salt of the earth people, honored to call them friends, executive director Tiffany Finley and president of board of directors Julie Harris. Um, we went in person, we talked to them um, they're on site, and uh, we talked about uh, the festival here on this episode. The lineup, by the way, guys, chef's kiss. Mwah. This year includes Winona Judd, Ian No, Nicholas Jamerson, our soul sister Britt Taylor, Brother Smith, and many more. Um, past years, it's included people like Jason Isbell, Willie Nelson, Morgan Wade, uh, so on and so forth. Tickets available at mastermusiciansfestival.org, guys. It's super affordable. Um, honestly, it's one of the best, most underrated festivals in the country. And you all should go because it is an incredible time. And I know the music that you all enjoy, so check it out. So welcome to the show. If you are new, guys, welcome. I know we've had some new listeners recently. Uh, please click subscribe, give us a review. Helps us a lot. You know the drill. So let's get on with it. Master Musicians Festival 30th Anniversary Preview on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. <laughs> Tiffany Finley and Julie Harris. How are you guys? Wonderful. Wonderful. It's so great to be here in beautiful Somerset. Well, we love having you here. Before we get started, you're the executive director of Master Musicians Festival. And Julie, you're the president of the board of directors? Yes. Okay. Cool. I'm glad I studied that on the way here. So yeah, yeah, I was like, please don't mess that up. 
<laughs> but uh, what an exciting year for Master Musicians Festival. What an exciting year for Somerset. And uh, it's just an honor to be here. And we're in the beautiful Virginia Theater, by the way, that recently opened. And it's one of the most beautiful theaters in the country, I should say. So, so congratulations on the success and all, and all the great uh, things happening, Julie and Tiff. So, so let me start with this. Before we get to the festival and the lineup and all that, let's start with the basic about this area of Kentucky. What is it about this community that is so special at TIFF? Because it is special, the people here like yourselves and the community, uh, Somerset and this county, it has something special in the people. What is it? I would just say what is special is the people. I mean, everyone is so um, prideful of where they come from and that has just gotten better over the years. You know, I grew up here and it was not always that way, but um, there's so much wonderful things happening as of late. and. You can just see the whole community is just very excited about it. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Julie? Do you have something to add about the people? I would agree. I mean, I think it's it's our people. Um, I think lately they've been given um, encouragement and support to be to show that pride, to showcase that pride, um, whether that be through outdoor art projects or this theater or music or business commerce everything is being celebrated here and yeah. everybody has a reason to be proud because we have so many great things that are now happening in this community mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean i think it really is is uh the people yeah. and, and the, the way that they're sharing our story yeah uh, and the leadership i would say like for for the first time in a long time we just have all of our leaders on the same page whether that be city county economic development tourism everyone is uh, cheering each other on and working together to make um, things grow. And transitioning a little bit to the arts. I mean, we've talked about this before off camera and everything, but the Kentucky music is like, it was like a, like a hidden thing that like now it's out into the open, right? Like everybody knows. C can you talk to us a little bit about that? Just like, you know, yeah. you are part of the bluegrass state music scene, which is one of the best in the world now. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely come to light a lot more with um, acts like Tyler Childers and Chris Stapleton and Sturgill Simpson. But we've always had a rich uh, music scene in Kentucky. And what makes it so special is that those people are just authentic. They're authentically Kentucky, authentically country. They're not country because they say they're country and they drive a truck and they do all these things. But they, you know, they're country because that's the way they grew up and that's the way they live. Why do you think they kept like that, you know, other people in other states, when they grow, maybe they forget a little bit about their home state, they move somewhere else. But here, whether it's Tyler or, or Britt Taylor or whoever, they keep those Kentucky values. They keep their homes here. Like, what, what, what is it? What is it about Kentucky? Again, I think it goes back to pride. I mean, yeah. no, matter, no matter where you come from in this state, everybody has such a deep sense of pride to be a Kentuckian whether that's because you are a UK basketball fan and you followed it your whole life, or whether it's because you, um, you grew up listening to Loretta Lynn. Um, yeah. it, it's, it, you just, there's something about this state, it's really hard to put to words. Um, it's a beautiful state. It is so rich in natural resources, in um, character and culture and arts and history. I mean, there's just so much to enjoy when you come to Kentucky and to, to be from here um, just makes it that much more special. So I think with Kentucky musicians, particularly because we have that rich history, I think they 
they have something to be proud of and they want to they want to showcase that it's great and tiff you know it's the 30th anniversary of master musicians festival it's unbelievable how did it start how did master musicians festival start so i was only 14 when it started so i can't say for sure but i do know that there was a group of people in our community that really wanted to bring arts and culture um, to this town where it wasn't available you know people had to drive to lexington and really back then probably not even lexington it was more like cincinnati and nashville cincinnati grab a hotel room pay for a concert ticket to even experience what we're bringing here yeah. Um, and so the, we call them our, our forefathers or the, the OGs of MMF. They, you know, they, they saw that opportunity to be able to expose the people in this community um, to that life for a price that they could afford because, you know, who can afford to go do all that, you yeah. know, especially back in 1994. And Julie, you know, affordability, that's one, I mean, this festival is magical in so many ways, but one of the great things is you're getting a lineup that in other festivals is $700 even in here for a very affordable price. We've talked we've talked about this before, how that's possible, but if you don't mind just kind of like talking to us again about Thanks it. Thanks to our community and the way it gets behind us um, with sponsorships, because we are a nonprofit organization, we work really hard to keep that price low so that people can afford to experience this outstanding music. But our community really does get behind our cause, our mission, and we could not do it without them. So every year we're working to, to bring those sponsorship dollars in to help us bring these musicians to Somerset and bring this experience to yeah. folks so we can keep those prices low. Yeah, it's amazing. But TIFF 30 years, I mean, I don't want to brush that off because festivals come and go. I see it all the time. It's not many festivals that last more than 10 years. Why do you think MMF has been able to weather, you know, all kinds of geopolitical events, recessions, yeah. pandemics, the whole nine yards? What is yeah, it? I mean, we definitely had years where we get worried, you know, so I wouldn't say that it's all been rainbow and sunshine, but, but I will say that our community keeps it going. It's such a prideful thing now, and I just think that, like, you know, we're, ju we're just kind of its... Um, shepherds for a little while right now and later on we'll be those you know older people enjoying the festival and seeing yeah. seeing uh, the younger people out there putting it on but but just our whole community gets involved so whether that's you know like I've talked to you about before the football team the roller derby team the rotary the young professionals we have everyone have it playing their part so if they can't give money guess what, they come out and give a bunch of time to, to make it happen. So everything you see when you come on Festival Field is something our community is cont um, contributing to, to make it happen. Julie, let's pivot to like this year's lineup, mm -hmm. this historical lineup. Um, I mean, first of all, I mean, we know Najat, you know, she's selling out arenas all over the country yeah. for like two years now. Um, so we, you, we have her as the headliner. Uh, you have um, incredible up-and-comers like Britt Taylor, you have um, Nicholas Jamerson, you have, uh, bro you know, Brother, Brother Smith, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting, roots. yeah, Nappy Roots. I mean, what, from an overview, like, how do, what's been the reaction and, and, like, everything about this line? Super, people are super excited. Yeah. Um, I will say that I think that this is probably, I've been involved with the festival and to some degree for the last 10 years, I guess, and this, to, this is the most diverse, um, eclectic mm -hmm. lineup we've ever had. I mean, I, it is really, really awesome, full yeah. of rich talent. Um, Kentuckians. 99% Kentucky, um, which yeah. makes it yeah. super special. And in fact, those two art, is it two yeah. artists that aren't 
technically from Kentucky, we're just fostering them in, like, yeah. because they have connections to Kentucky. Kentucky music is so fantastic that, like, that hadn't even, like, yeah, of course, like, that hadn't even occurred to me. You guys have, like, such a deep well to pull from. I think it's, especially, I've been thinking a lot about Winona and how she sort of represents um, the best of Kentucky's history in music and kind of Kentucky's rebirth in the Americana world. Um, she's had a little bit of both. She was incredibly successful as a country musician with her mother. Now she's she is um, a, a completely different artist, I think she would say, um, and enjoying performing with, you know, the Brandy Carlisles of the world. And so um, I'm just excited to see her perform and I think it really is truly a, a very Kentucky celebration to have her there and sort of a, a celebration of what Kentucky is enjoying in terms of excellence in music right now. Yeah and I think um, if I may add the generational uh, mm -hmm. aspect of it like same with our festival going on for 30 years we're going to have mothers and daughters that grew up and sons like my brother was a huge Judds fan because of my mother listening to it. And we, I remember because so we lived out in the country and we would put that on on our drive, you know, 15 miles out of the city to um, to drive, drive home after school and like to be able to have all that generation be excited. And now 90s country is just back, right? It's kind of like a hip thing. So so now we have like the younger folks too. So I just think you're going to see a lot of um, generations out there, which is what you already see yeah. at MMF as you know, we've spoke before about like Julie's dad being on the board of the festival when she was a kid and um, me going when I was 14, you know, to the punk stage, you know, that's, it's just got a rich history. Um, just as, as we wrap up, tell me a little bit about one of the coolest things about MMF, I was thinking about this, is you guys, you know, Jason Isbell, uh, Morgan Wade, and a bunch of people that, you know, that are now selling out stadiums or, or, or playing some of the major festivals in the world. And you guys have like a knack of just like getting them just like a year or a year and a half right before they break. Yeah. And it's like an opportunity to see them in this beautiful, intimate setting. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Well, we just, you know, keep our, our thumb on the pulse of what's going on. We attend things like Americana Fest where, um, you know, I met you or last year. And um, we just, we know we have to be able to get them whenever they're like that, whenever they're up and coming. Because of our budget, we, we are a nonprofit. So, uh, you know, we, we don't just throw anyone up there. We do our research and we make sure that we are getting them um, before they, they break. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Julie, if you don't mind just telling us how, how to get tickets, at, like the website and yeah. Mastermusiciansfestival.org. There's a little green purchase tickets button right up top and that'll, that'll get you where you need to be. Perfect, thank you ladies. I think that'll do it. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.